What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of We Everywhere, baby. I am your host, Omar, and with me is the co-host with the Mohos. We're back to that again. Nadia <laughs> Mohan. What's up, everybody? Just breathing your halitosis all over the room. The disrespect <laughs> right at the top of the show. Jeez. Isn't that crazy? <sighs> What's up, guys? What is up? Brand new week, come and gone. We're getting into May. April has come and gone. I know. It's years flying by like crazy. It's actually really scary and stressful. And scary. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 it, like you're saying. It's flying by. I don't even know what day it is anymore. I know. Can you imagine if we we're planning a wedding this year? Thank God we're not. I know. We should probably pick a date. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds important. I mean, I will say the fact that we live in Los Angeles and they're bringing us down to the lowest tier or whatever they want to call it. Our numbers Um, are really low. So that's a good good sign. I mean, who knows, of course, but that's always a good sign, especially for what we want when it comes to the whole wedding aspect of this is. Right, you know, we want people to not have to be in masks, or you know, hopefully they'll everybody even show up. Will work, or even show up. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I know there's a lot of people who keep asking every time I talk to somebody, like, "Oh, so when are you getting married?" I'm like, "I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> when is the world going to be back to normal, bro? That's when yeah, it's gonna happen. for real. No, but weddings are definitely picking up. Um, I am getting starting to get asked left and right about weddings this year i feel like everyone's kind of trying to um cram their wedding in real quick last minute because either they i wouldn't say last minute more of like all the people that were planning on getting married last year are trying to get married this year and so there's it's just it's booming the wedding industry is booming in california at least yeah i mean people are doing it and like you say you're getting you're getting hit up so Yep, that's sure right, those, guys. I'm sure those. Uh, <laughs> I'm just laughing. I'm just sure that some of those messages are too funny. Like, remember once we were talking, and somebody was hitting you up about about doing their makeup. Uh huh. But it was uh, it it made me laugh so hard because they were just like, "So can you do full makeup?" <laughs> and you were like, "What is full makeup?" <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Sometimes the questions that I get, or like the inquiry of, you know. You got to think of it this way, guys. If you're asking somebody for a service, come to them with all the details out the gate. It makes everyone's life so much easier. I don't have to fish every for every single question. You know what I mean? It's just like, hey, I'm looking for a makeup artist. This is my wedding date. I have this many people that need makeup. You know, like I need to be ready by this time. Blah, blah, blah. And just give me the details. But when people are just like, hey, do you do full makeup? And you're just like, <laughs> what is full makeup as opposed to half makeup, partial makeup, eye makeup, Head to toe. face makeup? <laughs> I'd like it to be body painted. Chest makeup. <laughs> <Where> you- <laughs> Sorry, I only do leg makeup. <laughs> like, Damn it. <laughs> what is full makeup? You know, it's just kind of like, I, I, it, it's just crazy to me the questions that I get, you know? And then it's like, I, I like, Somebody will hit me up and be like, you know, are you available for my wedding? It's this date. And I'm like, okay, you know, I'll send them a a whole questionnaire of answer all these questions so I can see if I'm 
available and if I can I can properly quote you based on all these answers that you give me mm-hmm. and then they'll pick one question out of all the ones that I gave them and answer <laughs> only that and then I have to go back and okay so where is where is your wedding okay it's here okay it's like I have to itemize one at a time one question at a time because people it's like too many questions for them and literally it's like three or four <laughs> questions <laughs> we have to you have to come up with a uh, one of those kind of <clears throat> question not like those forms that you fill online where it has a little asterisk and if it's like hey everything with an asterisk must be answered or you can't even continue to the next Seriously, part of the booking just process give me all of these details and i can give you an answer oh please make my life easy and but, don't ask for just eye makeup because i am not going to travel all the way to someone's house to do eye makeup that's just so <laughs> ridiculous I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I guess it depends on how much they're willing to pay you. Sure. If they want to pay me the full rate, <laughs> it doesn't make sense for me to leave my house. That's the thing that I think a lot of people who don't regularly get their makeup done, they don't understand where the price comes from or why I charge the price that I do. And it there's so many things that you factor into it. It's like I freelance. I have no medical benefits i have no insurance i have none of those things those things are all out of pocket to me not mm-hmm. like a regular employer that would pay for it right my supplies cost an arm and a leg i'm constantly updating my kit and i like to use you know i like to mix it up with high-end and low, low-end makeup but the high-end makeup costs a lot of money like Absolutely. some foundations are 60 dollars a bottle for one color you know and i have to have a wide array of colors so there's just, and, and then there's gas and travel. There's wear and tear on the vehicle. There's just a lot of things. Sometimes I have to travel far. And so therefore I have to wake up extra early. I have to prep my kids. There's just a lot of things that go into <laughs> why I charge what I charge. Not to mention I've been doing makeup for 10 years. So I'm not going to charge $100 for glam. I've earned my way, you know, to charge what I charge. So... <laughs> It is what it is. <laughs> no, I mean, absolutely. And it just gets frustrating. And the sometimes. work speaks for itself. Well, thank you. I mean, that's a big indicator for me when I do jobs is that when the husbands or the boyfriends or whatever, when they compliment the makeup, then I know, okay, this must be a good job or I must be good at what I do. Because typically, Men don't really like a lot of makeup. They're not into, you know, they'll they'll usually be like, you have too much or this is not the look or whatever. Like they're, they're more critical of it. Mm-hmm. So nine times out of 10, if I get the seal of approval from the man, <laughs> I'm like, okay, they like it. Good job. <laughs> I mean, well, sp- um, especially for weddings. I mean, we're only talking yeah. weddings. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, but yeah, it, it is funny because one... It, Unless you're with that, you know, you're, you're with someone who's constantly being glammed or is really, really into it, you won't normally hear, or not hear, but you won't normally see the, you know, the glamorous makeup that you put them in for the wedding. Do you know what I mean? So it is always a shock, I feel like. Um, oh, like it's an elevated look. Yeah, it's like an elevated Got look. It. It's like, yeah, they might do their makeup, of course. You right, know, when but never out, not but like that. Ne- yeah. Yeah. Never not, never like, not that. like that. <laughs> yeah, never not like that. No, never, never like that. Like that. <laughs> That's what I meant. You know what I mean? 
but yeah so yeah wedding season's picking up um everyone's trying to cram their weddings in we have not yet picked a date (laughs) (laughs) um we're kind of projecting 2022 i think the dust will settle with covid and the dust will settle with everyone rushing to get their 2020 weddings done and over with in 2021 so i think we kind of just wanted to like let it simmer for a little bit right um and give us some time to get back on our feet so yeah i mean like i said it's we have an idea of what we want not necessarily what like it's gonna look like but right. you know in regards to the people that we like there or the freedom that we like to have mm-hmm. at the actual uh event right <laughs> the wedding event your parents season <laughs> um so you know your parents don't really put pressure ask too much about it huh your mom's just more concerned nah. about children. Yeah, my mom wants a grandkid, but she doesn't Bad. care if I get married. She really doesn't. She's just like, bust out the kids. Because I told her, I'm like, Cecilia, can I at least have a ring? Like, can I at least have that? Mm-hmm. So now that I have the ring, she's like, come on, let's go. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and then my mom is the opposite. She's like, no, she needs to have her wedding. Like, my parents are constantly, like, asking, when are you going to do it? When? What? What should we expect? When should we expect it? I'm like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave me alone. <laughs> That's too funny. <laughs> um, so anything exciting happened to you this week? No. <laughs> um, not necessarily to me. A bunch of stuff's been happening. Um, actually, the late breaking news um, is this crazy uh, train that that collapsed in Mexico City. I know. Now, if you saw that, which is so wild, because we were literally in our taco episode, you were just talking about how you take the metro, yeah, to go eat tacos, and is that the same exact one? I mean, you can. It's like any you know uh, public transportation. You right. can jump on one line to the other line or whatever. Right. So, like the metro itself has been around since the sixties or late sixties, I think. But like this particular line was put in, I don't know, in two thousand twelve or something like that. Right. But what happened is. They said that from from the second they built that whole line that 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 there was issues like structural oh, issues on okay. it. Okay, um, they degaffed. <laughs> yeah, that they were saying it was a little bit of degaff. But then, <laughs> if you remember, in what was it, twenty seventeen, uh-huh. they had that crazy right. earthquake. Um, and they said that obviously that damaged it even more, and no repairs were done to it. Yikes! And yeah, you can actually find the video online. I mean, like people were posting it because i think it was caught on like a cctv from you know i don't know maybe one of the restaurants or something around there mm-hmm. um but yeah you can totally just see it come down and you know it hits like it obviously falls on the cars that are underneath you know the, wow. the tracks and stuff because it was like an elevated rail yeah you know like a train yeah, yeah. so that's crazy um and it happened right right around where like some of my family lives and stuff like that you know they're close to that station not mm-hmm. they weren't riding it or anything right but they're but near it i just i know it like mm-hmm. i know that right <laughs> I know you know that, that area yeah, I know yeah that whole area wow i mean what they say 23 people killed already including kids yeah and children were on they there say 23 people are dead and mm. something like six, 60 something people are injured, injured? hospitalized wow yeah. how so. scary can you imagine like it just drops out well what a nightmare 
I mean, watching the video was kind of like, it reminded me, because you're watching the video and it's it's shitty CCTV footage, so all of a sudden it's just like, boom, it just falls yeah. down. And it reminded me a lot of going to Universal Studios back when they still had the earthquake. The earthquake, yeah. Like, I don't know if that's if it's still part of the... Because last time we no. went in there, I don't think it was Mm-mm. it was there anymore, right? They, I feel like or that's... Or is it linked to something else? No, that's the one that they always... It's it's part of the Universal Tour, right? The, yeah, it's part of the tram the tour. The tram tour. But I feel like, and I could be wrong, but I feel like that part that used to be the earthquake section, I feel like they change it based off... Like, I feel like it's been a few different things because I feel like I've seen King Kong in there, Transformers... And Fast and the Furious. Now, I don't know if those are all separate. And I've also seen Jurassic Park. And I don't know if those are all separate. I think they're all separate. I mean, they're all along the tram tour. But But you know what? Yeah, maybe. I don't think they have the earthquake one anymore. I think they switched it. It's always like, it's like that same set. Yeah, it's the same exactly. The water still comes down the steps and the train like comes at you. Yeah. Well, maybe the earthquake is still there. I don't remember. It's been so long. I know. Well, I mean. Wait, wait. Speaking of that, speaking of Universal, uh it's open again. Yes, it is. And so is Disneyland. Disneyland just reopened April 30th. (laughs) Did you see the people crying? (laughs) (laughs) I just can't. I Listen. Well, first off, Liz, before we move on, if you have any family that you know, lives in Mexico City or anybody that was affected by that, like, you know, got all our prayers up to you guys. Yeah, just definitely our well wishes, like, hopefully everything's okay, and, you know, it sucks when something like that happens, and it just, it literally just happened, so who knows what other info is going to come out about it. I think people are still stuck in there, actually. Yeah, I'm not sure if they've gotten everyone or or, or what, but, you know, like I said, we I I called and checked and everything was cool on, you know, my family's Mm -hmm. side, so... Hopefully everybody, you know. Mm, that's so awful. Yeah, it's, it's a burn. That but maintenance is so important. Since we're not here to bring you down. I know, right? Let's make fun of people crying <laughs> at the opening of Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to those types of stories. Uh, yeah, I, I, I saw on Instagram there was like a post of people like at the opening day. And there was just all these people crying. And I'm like. I don't understand. I mean, I just don't. Good well, for you. When when was the last time you cried at something? <laughs> like, because you were so happy. Oh, out of happiness? Yeah, cool. Because that's what I'm well, assuming yeah, yeah, that's that true. is. That's true. <laughs> well, <laughs> when know, I got engaged, there, like, probably. So there you go. Which is a big deal. Not well, to, to some on. of them, maybe Disneyland is the biggest deal. I, <laughs> I don't get it. Some people ride hard for the mouse, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, they're in it. They're in it to win it. I just, I don't know. I don't understand the crying. I just don't. Disneyland is not important enough for me. Yeah, I mean, I understand. Like, I agree with that. Like, I, I Is know. there any place that you would cry? Maybe a concert? I've cried at a bunch of stuff. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but never because, like, Never because I'm like so incredibly happy to be there. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, uh, to me, it would be more like, like something that is impressive. Like when you hug Davy Havoc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I teared up. I was like, oh, you're my hero, bro. <laughs> Back in the day. The lead singer of AFI. Um, yeah, but like I'll cry at a symphony. I'll cry at like do you know what I mean? If it if it's that beautiful, like I don't have a problem like doing it. Like Yeah. But sometimes something will catch me really off guard, but it's definitely music will do it. Yeah. Like like speaking of Star Wars, um, not speaking of, but because we were mentioning it on the taco episode about you not wanting to do it or anything. <laughs> One day I was watching the behind the scenes of like a Star Wars DVD mm-hmm. and they were showing John Williams in there. He's like doing his thing and he's like um he's got this orchestra going and it's just Star Wars like theme songs, you yeah. know, or the score. But just watching the orchestra and like everything was coming together at that perfect pitch, and I was you got just, emotional. Like, and I was like, oh I was literally sitting God. here. I don't know who I was with. Maybe I, th- I think maybe Mark was there at the time. And he was like, "You're right, bro." I'm like, "Yeah." Like I wasn't <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, I'm great." It was just like, "Yeah," but it was like totally tearing up. I was like, yeah. "This is amazing." <laughs> I don't know, like movies and music and books and like things of those nature. I understand like the emotion evoking emotion out of those things but a theme park i just i can't it's not yeah, i mean it's just it's not, not in my realm it's just not you <laughs> it's not me <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i mean and plus too it's like you know no disrespect to disneyland like i mean i love disneyland but for me i just kind of feel like i've I just I'm I, I feel like I've outgrown it in a way. Like I'm like okay, I'm an adult. Like, <laughs> like no disrespect to people because <laughs> I I have a ton of friends who love it, and I'll go and I'll have a good time with all my friends and stuff like that. But I'm not seeking it out, especially not for that price. If it was cheaper, absolutely, I'd go way more than that. Right. But these prices and have you seen the tiers now? Like I don't even understand what they're doing with the pricing. I yeah well we were looking that up because because first off you can still get in for the low low price of a hundred and four dollars that's the cheapest so yeah here's it's because it, they break it down by they they break it down by the ticket type the you know if you're going to one park or if you're doing two parks right right so if you're an adult and you're only going to go to Disneyland or California Adventure you're looking at a hundred and four bucks. Okay. That's just your base for one entry. park. For one park, okay. you can't go to both. Okay. If you're gonna go to both, it jumps to 160 bucks. Okay. Okay. I think that that was similar and to that before. Seems yeah, that seems normal, but but then it starts going into this weird tier situation, yeah. and that's what we were laughing because <laughs> I'm gonna re- <laughs> I'm gonna read it to you, okay? Okay. And and notice how we still have no idea <laughs> what's going on after that. I don't get it at all. It says the tiered the, <laughs> the tiered system is in place for a one day park ticket and one day park ho- hoppers. Okay, certain calendar dates during your ideal visit may be blocked at the lowest price, which means that buying a higher tier, like tier five, the most expensive tier, is the option that includes weekends, but also gives guests the freedom of visiting any other day of the week. Then tiers one through four each contain a selection of dates for guests to book with the availability becoming more and more limited the lower the tiers number for exact dates, blah, blah, blah. But this so is for one like, admission, what? though. Well, yeah. Right? So here's what I what here's what I because I was like, I got to figure this out because I don't want to just leave people mad confused. I'm confused. The way that I'm like I'm picking it up or, or like understanding it is 
there's five tiers to one day tickets. Okay. If you're going to buy these two day, three day, four day, et cetera, et cetera, then, then the tier thing disappears. Okay. But I think that basically from what that was saying was if you buy the lowest tier, mm-hmm. tier one, mm-hmm. then you're going to have a ton of blackout dates when you do the reservation. Right. Because you can't just buy the ticket and show up. Right. You now have to do your, re- your you know, the day that you're you have to go. reserve the date. So you yeah. have to do it in advance. And it's only open in California residents. And I think groups like families of three. Or it was like three households, three households. Like, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. a, you can come and, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the point is you buy this $104 ticket. You're going to have very, very limited amount of days that you can reserve. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you go to the highest one, which is one like 155 bucks again, one day, no second part. That's tier five. Tier five is is one park one day, one hundred and fifty four bucks, or the park hopper two hundred and ten bucks. Okay, that's so two hundred and ten dollars to go to both. If you're even gonna make it to both, like you I do, never understood that park hopper. What do you thing. mean? Like, you can totally do both, and it's actually better to do both. I guess, but but you, how many rides do you try to get on when you go to Disneyland? Like two, three. Hell no, that's not enough. Especially if I'm paying that much money, I'm not going on two rides. I'm going on at least five rides, Um, at least. Okay, at both parks. Yeah, total. Busy. It's like almost impossible. Well, that's why you don't go when it's busy. (laughs) Well, yeah. Now it's the only time it's not been busy. Yeah, no. I would probably (laughs) do. I would say like two rides in California Adventure, and then like we we love soaring. Soaring through California is a really fun ride. Right. Have you been on that one? I Didn't think that's the only one I haven't done. I might have done it. I don't we know. We call it slooring. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Slooring through California. Um, and then we um, the the Cars ride is really fun. Have you done that one? I don't think you've, you've gone. Have you even gone to California Adventure? I mean, I've been in California Adventure, but I didn't. I don't know. The last time I was in California Adventure, they still had the bugs life like theater show right i don't know if that's even there anymore i don't know if they took out bugs life to change it to the marvel area because from my understanding the marvel area is kind of where the tower of terror because they changed the tower of terror into the marvel yeah it's now the avengers campus yeah and it's um guardians of the galaxy is what they changed the tower of terror Mm to so that whole portion of the park is now what you said what is it called the marvel it's called the avengers avengers campus Campus. okay that i mean i'm not gonna lie like i've taken a look at it and it looks pretty dope is it done yeah i think it's gonna open in june but it's pretty much done oh shit and you saw i've gone to the star wars area in disneyland which i got to go to a couple years ago when it first opened yeah um and i remember i told you i was like i don't even like star wars and that shit was mad cool like I know. Well, here's because well, we're looking up the pricing, not only because it's open again, but also because to me, if I'm going to spend this money, it it's going to be like, okay, am I going to get my money's worth? Right. Like, and I know people are like, oh, at Disneyland, you always get your money. No, not always. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, especially now that I'm like <laughs> fucking old man who I'm like, ah, I don't want to do this or that. But if it's going to be limited capacity and I'm going to get to, do you know what I mean? Um, 
essentially see much more of everything because mm-hmm. there's a, a limited mm-hmm. number of people there. Yeah, I'm more down to go Then now. I'm like, you know what? I'm not really tripping on the prize. Yeah. Especially same. if I could be like, okay, look, I'm going to drop, let's say, what was the, let's, let's, let's ball out. Right, <laughs> <laughs> go to tier five. All right, so we're going to tier five. Park I'm Hopper. spending two hundred and ten bucks. Do you know what I mean? Why did like, I see stuff that was like three eighty four and like upwards? Well, but that's that's when what you is start, that? That's when you start looking at these uh, three days and four days, etc. But I don't know if there was something else. I mean, for a that's child, a here's the thing: an adult for both. For Park Hopper for five days is four hundred and fifteen bucks. Jeez. But that's five days. Yeah. So it's like I don't. I would. I don't want to do that. <laughs> but I might just. I might honestly, if I'm being honest, I might just uh, hit that like tier three and split the difference. <laughs> just be like, all right, hundred and eighty bucks. I'll go to both. You know, I'm only gonna want to do in this case, like I would only want to do the Star Wars thing and then go and hit the Avengers thing. And then whatever's left over, I'll, you know, right, right, I'll right. waste the day doing that shit. Yeah. You know, but. Yeah, I, I, I'm definitely down to go now. Like you said, that the capacity is lower um, and you haven't seen Star Wars, the Star Wars land. And so. It, no. And there's a new, I think there's a new ride since you went. Yes. Yeah. Because when I went, it wasn't opened yet. Exactly. Um, But honestly, the way that they mapped that shit out, it is. You, you walk in and the way that they've created the proportions and, and the scaling, mm-hmm. it's just, it's sick. You feel like you're there and, and you feel like you're nowhere else in the park. Like you can't see the rest of the park. Like they've purposely made it that way. And yeah. it really is a cool experience. So, and this is again, coming from somebody who does not even like Star Wars. And I <laughs> thought it was really cool. So I really think you need to see it. So yeah, we should look into, um, getting tickets for that but universal too yeah well the universal thing is interesting because we have passes for universal studios right um that were good you know i don't know until like august of 2020 right but we lost all that time right so I've received emails and stuff because I actually emailed universal <laughs> yeah because didn't you say you try to get a hold of them well, and you couldn't well the thing was i tried to get I got an email just from being in their system that was like, hey, we're reopening. We're doing like preview days or early access days or something like that. Uh-huh. So come get your reservation in. Uh-huh. And I tried to do it, but our pass numbers wouldn't work. Oh. And I tried both of our pass numbers and it's like they're expired or, or they're, they've been voided or something like that. What the fuck? So I was like, okay, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. And I went ahead and hit like their customer service line. I just sent an email, see what happens. Yeah. And they hit me back and they were like, okay, all of the passes, all of that stuff is, is on hold until May 17th. Okay. So it, this, it opened in April. Okay. But until May 17th, they weren't handling people with season pass. Got it. So I guess after that date, we'll try to try it again or whatever. But so when we get back from Hawaii. Yeah, then we can go and say what's hey. up to the minions again. Hey, the disco party. That's the best part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at the end of the minions, right? When you get yeah. to dance. <laughs> yep, exactly. That's the best part. <laughs> That's too funny. Um, you know, uh, what were you going to say? Nothing. I was going <laughs> to say, I don't know if you if you heard about this. This is not necessarily late-breaking news because I think it happened. It might have happened last weekend or something. Uh-huh. Um, but did you hear about... The Battle of jo- of the Joshes? 
the hell is that? <laughs> so I'm, I'm showing Nadia right now a picture on my laptop, and it's a bunch of people. What is that, noodles? With pool noodles. Okay. <laughs> and so hundreds and hundreds of people showed up in uh, Nebraska, in okay. Lincoln, Nebraska, uh-huh. and they had basically a fight to see who is the, the ultimate Josh. So anyone, everybody with the name Josh Stop. came to this place Stop. and they, quote unquote, you know, fought it out to see who's the oh ultimate my Josh. God. <laughs> yeah, it was like a hashtag Josh fight. Oh, <laughs> it was like my God. the Josh fight has begun. And it was it was this thing. <laughs> Some people might have heard it as like Josh fight or Josh battle royale or the Josh versus Josh versus Josh versus Josh fight. <laughs> But some, why? Just cause there was this guy. <laughs> He's like, I'm some, the best, Josh. So, so what I was looking at, I was like, this guy named Josh Swain sent out a Facebook message or something like that last year, mm-hmm. and it was like, hey, he started a fa- well, he started a Facebook group, uh-huh. and the Facebook group was just of all these people named Josh. So he just like, I'm gonna just reach out to everyone I find on Facebook with the name of Josh. And try to add them to this group. Okay. So they all, this little group kind of started. And then the idea came that like, you know, there's too many Joshes. <laughs> we should fight to see who is the, the ultimate. Best. Like Josh. <laughs> Based off of like, a noodle fight. Right. Well, it's like, there's like, um, there's like this movie called The Highlander. I don't know if you ever saw it. But the idea mm. is that there can only be one Highlander. And it's like a guy okay. with a sword. And it's a pretty good movie. Okay. But, or actually, Jet Li did one mm-hmm. once called The One, where it was a okay. guy. I remember that. A Jet Li that was traveling was through all these dimensions. Wasn't Aaliyah in that movie? No, no that was like Just Romeo kidding. Must Die. Oh, yeah, that's Romeo Must Die. That's, yeah, that's when they, that was like, I remember that movie, Romeo Must Die. Okay, anyway. <laughs> took um, you back? <laughs> yeah, it took me back. <laughs> so, um, who won? Which Josh won? So it looks like, and like, how do you win? Like, how how is one eliminated out of a, a pool noodle fight? I don't you just know. have to get hit and you're out. It just, it just like the, ninja. The thing came out on. It was like April twenty fourth. It was like, look, we're we're gonna fight, and whoever wins gets to keep the name Josh. And everyone <laughs> and else, everybody has, to else change has to change their, their no, name. No, yeah, you're that was kidding. Like, well, that was like you know the. I mean, come on. Who okay. the hell's going to enforce that shit? Okay, okay. But I'm just saying that was like the challenge. Okay. Like, if you're down, come down <laughs> here. Ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, obviously it was a joke, but it just kind of took on its, its thing. So I heard that the the winner was a four-year-old. Like, they ended up giving it to a four-year-old. A four-year-old uh, resident named Josh Vinson. They dubbed him Little Josh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was also a Big Josh or whatever. Womp, but, womp. but yeah, I just thought it was funny that a bunch of people that's, named Josh got together and just fought it out with so masks random. and pool noodles <laughs> in like so the middle of Lincoln, Nebraska. Random. Are they wearing masks? <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, yeah. Joshes are very considerate when oh, it good. comes to you know the masks i don't know if you know any joshes <laughs> I, I i do i i don't know one personally but do you remember do you know the actor josh dumel yeah or is it Duhamel? <laughs> i i know i always think it's josh me, dumel i know josh i know josh i know josh did i ever girl. tell you about the time when i was sitting in first class and i watched josh <laughs> dumel walk past me to go into the back of the plane and i was like ha <laughs> Because you were in first and yeah. you was in coach. Yeah. That's like the greatest. It was feeling. the greatest. So I was like, back to the back of the plane, Josh. <laughs> back to Josh Duhamel. <laughs> we were um 
Nas and I were flying. I want to say we were flying home from <laughs> Minneapolis. <laughs> I was like, I've made it. Uh, we were flying home from Minneapolis when they had Super Bowl. Remember when they did Super Bowl in Minnesota? Mm-hmm. This was like a few years back and Nas did. That's a whole nother story. What That was a wild night, a wild trip. Because Nas and I stayed in a house with uh, Stassi. What is her last name? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't Stassi know. Kylie Jenner's BFF. Um, oh, it's that like. That doesn't help me at all. Yeah, you've seen her. Um, and what's the other girl? Kylie Jenner's. The one Stassi. that slept with the sister's man? What? Doesn't Kylie Jenner's friends like hook up with like her sister's men? Oh, no. <laughs> that's not her? You're thinking of um, Jordan. Oh, whatever. Okay. Okay, that's a whole so other thing. Another one. All right. Uh, anyways, we stay with Stassi. And uh, what's her name? The the DJ girl. Oh, now I can't even remember her name because she's just so. Spinderella. <laughs> no, It'll come Spinderella to me. But anyways. <laughs> and we were partying and then 21 Savage showed up. It was just such a. Ri- and I was, like, was like, oi. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm 21 Savage. I didn't even know he was had an accent or anything. <laughs> so I started British? talking to him. Sudden, yeah. like, Wait a minute. Why are you British? <laughs> yep. It was just a really random, <laughs> random <laughs> night. And they showed up at our house and then we were like hanging out in the kitchen with them. And I was asking him all these weird random questions and I was drunk as shit. Anyways, uh, oh, that's when he was with short, Amber Rose. Though. That's when he that was, was like with Amber. the middle of the Amber Yeah, Rose. and I asked him about it. Be like, hey, I saw you at the slut walk, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and G-Eazy showed up and he was being so weird. It was it was just such a random weird It was Super Bowl. Trip. Everybody was probably yeah, just Everyone and their mom their was there, yeah, right? Yeah. All these celebrities were there. So Nas and I, they flew us out and uh, we got flued and we were... We were you coming rode home. A plane. We rode a plane. Rode a plane. Rode a plane. Rode a plane. <laughs> uh, we were coming home, and Nas and I were sitting in first class. And uh, what's his name? Um, why can't I remember anyone's name right now? Um, oh my god, he's a singer. He's got curly hair. He's got tattoos on his face, and he sings like "Whoa." Post Malone. Yes, Post Malone. <laughs> I'm literally blanking on everyone's names. I'm right gonna now. tell you that it was definitely not the singing <laughs> that clued me in. Whatever that note is that you think oh. <laughs> What song is that? <laughs> Anyways, he got on the flight and he, he had um he had Arby's with him. Hell yeah. <laughs> and he got in our first class with his bag of Arby's. And he was like sitting next to us. That shit was so funny. And the, but anyways, I'm sitting there and they're boarding the flight. And the plane was packed. And I just see Josh Dumel walk right past me. And I like look to see where he was sitting. And I, I saw that he was sitting all the way in the back. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm rich. <laughs> it, it makes me laugh because, uh, because like I said, I, I worked with. Or I work with Fergie's sister. Right. And Fergie used to be married to Josh. Exactly. Jones. So, like, we That's like, your association. Me, yeah. Me yeah. and her, we would be like, oh, my God. Because oh, he put out this movie or was in this movie mm-hmm. called Fire with Fire. Okay. So bad. Oh, no. It's it's not a good movie. <laughs> and there's some people in it. Like, Vincent D'Onofrio's in it and Rosario Dawson is in it and Bruce Willis is in it and Julian McMahon, who was 
you know, in Nip Tuck. Uh-huh. I don't know if you used to watch Nip Tuck. I did. Even 50 Cent is in it. <laughs> I said that name last because I'm like, well, all right, yeah, you and yeah, 50. Yeah. But the the point <laughs> is, like, I remember watching that movie and it was so fucking bad. And you know you just can't wait to go up to be like, "Yo, your brother-in-law yeah. made a, a shitty horrible movie." movie. <laughs> and she was like, "Oh, I saw that too." And we were just like <laughs> clown on him. And then obviously they got divorced. So yeah, we don't talk to Josh. But no that's <laughs> that's my Josh story. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> I'll never forget it. Um, I actually also met him another time. I had a friend of mine invite me to a book reading with Nicholas Sparks. You know, that author that writes all those like sappy love stories. And Josh Jamel was in one of oh, his yeah. movies He's, that the, he made. He, he writes those cancer books. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like where the girls get cancer. I hate you so much. <laughs> like they just all get cancer. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. no. <laughs> but yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, he, I, we went to a really intimate book reading of that. That was kind of cool. And we got to meet the whole cast and stuff. But uh, what did you write? Like The Fault in Our Stars or something like no, that? No, it was. <laughs> Shit. What is the name of that book or movie? It oh, was with did, Julianne um, Huff. He did. He wrote The Notebook. Yeah, he wrote The Notebook. A Walk oh, that's to Remember. not at all who I'm thinking of then. Yeah. What are you thinking <laughs> I'm of? thinking of the Call Me By Your Name or wasn't that, isn't that another person who writes the same movies? Uh, whatever. Dude. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. The one with that with that chick from Divergent. We're, we're so off topic. Well, let's get to our main topics, because now we can't even share my story of what about the lady who gave birth on the plane. Why not? You just shared it. Okay. So let's talk about that. <laughs> Jesus. Did you hear about the lady who gave birth on the plane? <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> God, like you're messing up my setup. <laughs> we still have to talk about Simpang Asia. We got blockbuster and we got extreme engagement all right let's make this quick um basically this woman was flying from utah to honolulu uh to hawaii and she did not know she was pregnant and she gave birth to a baby on while on the flight (laughs) no shit to a baby (laughs) she gave birth to a baby (laughs) on a plane (laughs) and she it's just one of those like how do you not know you're pregnant those stories freak me out i mean well we talked about that one like way earlier yeah 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 about how giving birth on a toilet (laughs) but this lady didn't know she was pregnant and was on her way to hawaii to vacation in hawaii and got you know the surprise of a lifetime and just straight up i mean imagine she's sitting there and she's probably like i'm gonna shit my pants (laughs) really she just had a baby like imagine the pain like you don't know like she probably just thought she was having shit cramps well i mean yeah i mean yeah this is like exactly what we were talking about before but what i think is crazy is (laughs) it's 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 nuts not knowing Right. right And and I'm sorry, this is gonna take I'm I'm going here, but let's say that you are like, okay, let's say that was her experience where she's like, I gotta go to the bathroom. Right. Like a airplane bathroom is like the worst place. Yeah. They wanna have it, you know? To have a baby? Exactly. Well yeah. So I don't think she had it in the toilet though. So she, she had it she, on her seat. But I'm pretty sure she Ew. probably 
Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure she probably figured it out like right away. Do you know what I mean? And then and then did didn't you say that there was like nurses on the plane? Yeah, so coincidentally so that helped a whole lot. No, it absolutely did. Coincidentally, on this flight, there was uh, a doctor and like three or four Niku and ICU nurses, which Niku Niku. Niku. The NICU? Uh, NICU. They um, obviously specialize in delivery, labor and delivery, and premature births. And she didn't know she was pregnant, so she had the baby, uh, what was it, like seven and a half, about seven and a half months? Yeah. So it was, I mean, it was like premature. I said, it, was, it was premature, but. And not only that, they still had another three hours to go on the flight before they could land. So it's like. <laughs> And then they and if use. You don't want a baby on your plane already. <gasps> imagine like a brand new one. <laughs> brand new. And then they're, and they're, and then Eduardo goes. Imagine the smell. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, imagine the smell on the flight. I was like, does birthing have a smell? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Me neither. <laughs> Last time Never I was at one, it was that. mine. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and they 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 had to use like wilderness medicine, basically like their skills in the wilderness medicine, and they took like shoelaces and all these odd and things to like they took shoelaces to to um, cut off the umbilical cord, and then they like used like heated bottles to like keep the baby warm and all this shit. But like, man, I can't even imagine, and, and that sucks because you're like, I'm going to Hawaii. like imagine like in a couple you're, weeks you're we go ready. to Hawaii and like. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Here's the surprise of your lifetime. Oh, that'd be the worst. The and then you worst. get there and the kid doesn't even have the proper COVID paperwork. So Hawaii doesn't even let you in because <laughs> they are strict. They are bro. strict. It's good, though. I'm. It makes me feel more comfortable that they're strict, though. Yeah. Doesn't it make you feel more comfortable? I mean, not really, because a lot of the strictness has to do with money. Like, it's <laughs> like I can't just you know provide you my test like it has to be the test that you want me to go to and yeah it happens to be the 150 dollar test like when i can go to a free test anywhere out here in la but i mean i feel you it's got to be approved Get your money hawaii yep and our trip is coming up we got a couple more weeks about two mm-hmm. more weeks to go and we are guest <laughs> <laughs> i'm so excited um but yeah so baby on a plane that shit was crazy can't even imagine <laughs> Um, moving on to what we ate this week, uh, Omar and I decided, you know, okay, so I went to go get my nails done, Mm -hmm. um, and I was with Victoria, which is a side note. Um, we got a bunch of new reviews on our, uh, what's it called? Apple podcast. Thank you so much. guys. Definitely. Thank you guys so much. Like you don't understand how much that really helps us out to get new ratings and reviews because, there is an algorithm on there and the more action that podcasts get, the more they get pushed along and they get, um, you know, into new and noteworthy or whatever. And so mm-hmm. people can see it more. So thank you guys so much for, for doing that. We got a lot of new reviews. Um, and one of them in there, they said that they went to my nail girl, which is awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I love that I'm able to spread the word of like who I go to my hair for, who I go to my nails for, whoever 
that I know that is talented and we get to spread the word about these people and, and expand their business. Like, I think that that's awesome. Yeah, no, I'm keeping my nail, my <laughs> nail guy to myself for now. <laughs> Y'all ain't even ready for it. You're your own nail guy. <laughs> but um, anyways. It's the teeth method. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> to your toenails. Oh, no, I, I never said toenails. Okay, well, nails <laughs> are nails. Anyways. I'm nails shocked. Are nails. I mean, if you can reach your toenails with your teeth, I'm impressed. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> I'm impressed and grossed out. But anyways, um, so I was talking to Victoria. I was getting my nails done, and I was like, okay, because our next couch quickie, guys, is eat whatever you want day. I'm just going to drop it there right now. Exclusive. Exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's eat whatever you want day, which is on May 11th, and we kind of talk about, you know, all the things that we love to eat, basically. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's literally yeah. all that became. So um, I was asking her, I was like, okay, if you could eat anything, like, what would it be? And she was telling me how she lived in China for a few years. And because she lived in China, she was able to go to a lot of visit, uh, visit a lot of the neighboring countries really easily and go for like a weekend or whatever. That's dope. So she went to a lot of uh, many parts in uh, Indonesia and she was Indonesia. Why do I say Indonesia? That's wrong, huh? I don't know why I say it like that. <laughs> when I say it to you, I'm like, stop saying it like that. It just keeps coming out of my mouth. Indonesia. 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 Okay, in Indonesia. And um, so I was like, oh, I've never had, you know, food from there before. What is it like? And she was like, okay, well, if you like Thai food and you like Indian food, then you'll probably like Indonesian food. And she's like, it has a lot of flavor and it's pretty spicy so i was like okay every all of that sounds great <laughs> give that like, to me yes now. and omar already know is gonna love it because every time i'm like what do you want to eat he's like thai indian indian thai like those are your go-tos <laughs> always all the time so i knew you were gonna be into it yeah i mean i'm a fan of curries right same like i really like curries yeah so it's like if I if you go to a Thai spot or an Indian spot, you have a bunch of different curries. Right. Like, I've only had one kind of Japanese curry. I don't think you've had it yet. Mm -mm. Um, I like that, but there isn't a place near, necessarily close by that delivers that. So that's always kind of what I want to go because sometimes I want yellow or sometimes yeah. I want green or sometimes I want red. You know what I mean? But I, I like the yellow and the red the most. Yeah. But this place that she sent us to. Yeah. Woo, yeah, so she sent us to Simpang Asia, which is off National in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. um, and we, you know, we had talked about ordering and it was getting kind of late or whatever. And we're like, you know what? Let's go there tomorrow, like the, the following day. So we decided to go. We sat down because we, we usually don't go out to eat very often. Right. But I'm so glad we went there and actually sat down and ate there because the food was fresh and hot. And sometimes, you know, it's just a different experience. And not to mention <laughs> these damn fees for Postmates and DoorDash and all of that are getting out of control. Like yeah, they're a $30 crazy. meal is doubled. It's like $65, $50. It's like upwards of $50 for to feed two people now to order food. It's insane. Yeah. And, so, and it's it'd be different if, if you're ordering like, Bunch, bunch of, of good stuff, stuff it's like or like two or even entrees. from like a really nice like right. restaurant or something but you're just like hey i ordered some wings 
Why is this $70? It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. It's because they know nobody's leaving their house. So they're taking advantage. But yeah, so we went in there. We sat down in the parking lot <laughs> amongst the cars. Um, and we kind of just, we didn't really know what to order. She gave us a few heads up on what to order. And then we kind of went off of the popular. I went on Yelp. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, these are the popular things. And then the waiter himself also suggested those things as well. So we're like, cool, let's go with it. Yeah. So we ordered the, now I can't think of it, but it was like Tech Tech, May Tech Tech or My Tech Tech noodles. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I can't remember what the other dish was. I posted it already, but the other dish yeah, was, was a chicken and rice dish that was wrapped in a banana leaf. Hell yeah. So those are like their popular items. That was good. I I liked we also ordered the, oh man, that bread. Yeah, the roti. Yeah, it was a it was a roti, something. Damn it! <laughs> Why don't we ever keep any of these? I'm gonna pull it up for you. We need them. I know, but but that was really good because like, I wrote it down. It was really buttery, and they gave it to us with like a nice little curry sauce Ooh, on the side. It was bomb. The the noodle dish was phenomenal. Yeah, and that was um, my favorite. And I thought that the I thought that the chicken wrapped in the banana leaves was good, but I didn't like it as much as the noodle did. Right, I agree. I agree. I, I think it was maybe the rice. It was still really good, but I would be down to get the noodles and try something else next time, yeah, and I maybe would, a different appetizer. Too. And I would maybe go up a spice level. Hell to the no! Really, you need to get your own then. Because <laughs> let me just tell you guys. As we know, we already know I'm on my heat journey. <laughs> <laughs> Nadia's heat journey. Nadia's heat journey. Um, and she did warn me that it's spicier. And the waiter himself warned us, you know, this food is very spicy. Yeah. Do you remember when he dropped? So he drops the dish at our table. Yeah. One guy drops the dish at the table. Yeah. And then he ran. The, the waiter runs over and goes, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Did you guys want the medium? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, well, this is Indonesian medium. Yeah, exactly. And Indonesian I was like, well, yeah. medium. I was like, that's why we went medium. Yeah. Like, I figured it's going to be their level, but it's still medium. So it won't be no. their worst level. I don't know. The point so, is, I thought it was okay. Nadia. The, no, no, the noodles were not as spicy as the rice. The no, rice was spicy. That's what he was coming to ask about, yeah. too. But it was interesting because the the rice chicken dish was... It, it it really kind of the spice would jump depending on if you got a chunk oh, of chili yeah. in your which I did because it was a bunch of them yeah uh, but that I thought that was kind of funny like you get one and you're like okay this is good and the next one you'd be like holy shit yep. and the next one be like okay it's gone and yeah then, the inconsistencies <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you guys decide to check it out keep that in mind the heat level is when you hear like I don't know if he said mild medium hot or if he said what was the first level was it mild yeah, was it. it? Was, it was like no spice. It was I like think, or light like or light. easy or <laughs> whatever. But every level is a step higher than you would normally think. So to me, medium was spicy. Spicy? I don't even want to try it. And so, but I, I liked the medium. I would stick with the medium that was mm-hmm. like a maximum heat for me, like to where I still enjoyed the dish. It was yeah, enough spice. Absolutely. And without completely burning my tongue off. Because I'm just not with that. Like, I want to taste my food. I don't mm-hmm. want to burn my taste buds off. So, that that's sense. my approach to it. But Yeah, but that was that a really mind. good recommendation. Great and, recommendation. And now we're recommending it to you guys. Yes. Definitely. Go check it out if, you know, 
you can find one. Yep. Once again, Simpang Asia. Yeah. I mean, you know, just if you guys have like another, Indone- you know, Indonesian, Indonesian or like a Malaysian food right. spot or, I mean, once I ate at a spot that was, uh, what did they was from? It was from Nepal. It was oh, like Nepalese yeah. food. I'm always looking for something cool. We need to try these the African, African restaurants yeah. that are out here. I hear That's African be, food is really, Ethiopian food is really good yep. that I've heard that I'm really down to try too that we have not dabbled it. in. So maybe that'll be our next adventure. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> and if, so if you guys have any recommendations, obviously we're in the LA area. Um, if you guys have any recommendations, send them our way um, for any food really. But right now I think we're on the hunt for African or Ethiopian um, food. So Yeah, and so, I mean you can go up Fairfax and there's like little Ethiopias true. Right there too. So there's probably, you know. Somebody's got to tell us which one of those. Well, there's spots one down there. the street that I'm going to yelp and see if that one's legit and good. But always yeah. down. Um, okay, so moving on to the shows that we watched, we we <laughs> promised we would talk about last week. We uh, we watched two things: um, extreme engagement and the last blockbuster. So I don't know if you guys watched it along with us, but uh, we'll get into extreme engagement first. So my mom was begging me to watch this show. Every time I talked to her, did you watch the show yet? I'm like, oh (laughs) my God. It's almost like the more somebody asks you to do it, the more you don't want to. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Especially if it's somebody who don't don't necessarily not respect their their taste, but you're just kind of like, we don't watch the same stuff. So yeah, you're like, you okay, mom. Me to watch something? Yeah, it's like, oh, shut up, mom. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you mean. Um, yeah, so she kept saying it, saying it, saying it. And I think I pictured it to be something else than what it was. So we threw it on and we we kind of got sucked into it. I know I did. I really liked it. I thought it was hilarious i don't know if it's supposed to be hilarious but i thought it was hilarious if you want to give us a quick rundown of what it is real quick yeah um so like like nadia said you can find it on on netflix and when when your mom had told us about it i thought it was going to be this is how people around the world you know ex- get engaged and da, da, da. i mean and, technically and I, it is but i thought it was going to be more of that kind of documentary like explaining us like in the land of this and da, 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 in the land of that but it turns out that it's essentially a travel adventure between um, this filmmaker by the name of Tim Noonan and his fiance named PJ Madam, mm-hmm. uh, who's a TV reporter. I think they're both Australians. Mm-hmm. And the idea was that they they got engaged because they both worked at some like uh, some nightly show or something mm-hmm. together doing reports, mm-hmm. uh, something called like Sunday Night or something mm-hmm. like that. And they got engaged, and then he took off for two years to film <laughs> his own show. And she's like, so we're engaged, but I haven't seen him in two He's years. like, will you marry me? Yes. All right. Bye. <laughs> yeah, so he took off. <laughs> and, and now, you know, it's like, okay, he's done with that show or whatever that show was called. And now they decided that they were going to do a show together where they would go to different places all over the world. They took a year out of their lives. Right. right? It was a year? Yeah, I believe so. And, and they'd go to all of these remote locations um, or obviously non-touristy locations and live with people for a week or so and learn their um, customs engagement and customs and, and rituals mm-hmm, and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. But you've got a guy who's known for making like He's an extremist. Bear Grylls tripe 
type like i lived here yeah. for you know a month or you know now i'm living with the cannibal people of this and then yeah. and you got this you know this uh, uh lady pj who's clearly not about it <laughs> like she's not she's just like okay i'll do this with you but all of a sudden he's got her doing like these crazy things so that's the kind of the whole point of the show is that every episode is a different location where they're doing some kind of tribal or you know out of the norm norm quote unquote you know western norm for engagement practices right. and she definitely it looks to me mm-hmm. like she definitely went on this thing to be like okay let me see if i can get to get to know him better kind of in you know and envelop myself in his world and see what's going on and we'll be stronger and he was like we're gonna go to all these places (laughs) and we're gonna bang (laughs) 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 it's basically no really for him it was like yo this is gonna be an international bang fest (laughs) (laughs) because every episode he mentions it like He's like trying to have sex, but PJ won't have sex. Yeah, with me. yeah. He's like, I don't understand. I thought we'd be fucking in the bushes. <laughs> she's like, no, it's inappropriate. Yeah, she's like, there's no privacy. Apparently, you don't have standards, and I do. Like, he wants to bang so bad in all these places they go, and she's not having it. It's hilarious. <laughs> but also, I gotta give it up to her. Like, I understand where she's coming from. Like, they're in some village in Africa, and they're literally sleeping outside, outside with. The rest of the people just around them. Yeah, and he's like, it's Come just on. it's and just a like, raised bed, she, no yeah, hut, like a, no nothing, no shelter. <laughs> and she's like, no. Another one, I think, when they were in Mongolia, they're oh, yeah. asleep with like three or four kids and another, and like another yeah. set of parents. sharing. <laughs> yep. And he's just like, what you doing? <laughs> like he want, He's just horny the whole time, and she's not having it. That's only a portion of it. That shit was hilarious. Yeah. But I think. um it, it, it was a few things that was just funny to me that was just like number one he's really putting her out of her comfort zone i mean the things that they yeah, do and the places that they go to it is extreme mm-hmm. like for anyone and this guy is about he's an extremist so in his mind like I don't even know if he is even registering how extreme these situations are because he's so used to doing these things Mm -hmm. that it's kind of become normal to him. Like, for example, he went to Mongolia and had the fondest memories of Mongolia. He was like, Mongolia was dope. Yeah, it was life changing. (laughs) It was incredible. Like, I'm so excited to take PJ there. We're going to bond, blah, 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 all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. (laughs) <laughs> and he's like, and so the plan was when they got to Mongolia, they met up with this family that literally lives in the middle of nowhere. Like there's no one around, no electricity. Like they live in huts. Yeah. And they they herd sheep and, and goats. And they have to do this great migration that lasts a week where they mm-hmm. have to go on horseback for an entire week and go through mongolia in the snow in in snowstorms to get the herd to a different location yeah and And along the way they stop and they they put up this crazy tent it's pretty big it's crazy they're set up and they all sleep together and there's really nowhere to go to the bathroom there's nowhere really to eat or cook food like so they so they take like like um is it goat fat or sheep fat whatever it's like pieces of the meat of the animal but like large chunks of hardened fat and they just eat that yeah because you gotta you know you need energy you need energy to last 
<laughs> but I think it's crazy because Mongolia is, is huge. Right. right. And there is some very arid, like, desert parts. And then their migration somehow took them from, you know, there definitely was snowing. Mm-hmm. But it took them through a blizzard <laughs> into, like, the mountains. So, <laughs> she, Poor girl. it's so funny. They land. And I think it was one of those things where he wanted to take his own trip to to get there like he's like i'm gonna find you know these nomadic people because these people are nomads, nomads so they don't completely. necessarily have a place right, right. they just you know put, put the tent up where, where yeah. they can right um and he they got there late yeah. so they get there and the people are like yo we need to go like this is a migration that we have timed out like get your stuff we're, we're leaving, leaving immediately yeah so there was no time to read to like adjust to the fact it's like hi i'm pj you know, she was just like, okay, thrown into this. And they're laughing at her. They're like, yo, you need different clothes. Yeah. Like, your North Face is not going to protect Not enough. <laughs> and she had never ridden a horse before, ever. <laughs> this was her first time riding on a horse. That she's in the middle of Mongolia in a snowstorm, riding on a horse every day. It was like all negative 30-something degree. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one that I saw was negative 22, but I think it dipped lower than that. It was literally a snowstorm. To where, like, they were losing animals. Like, the animals yeah, were dying. Were dying. That, that's how crazy it was. And then he turns to her and he goes, you know, it could be colder. And she's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so <laughs> funny to me. Like, he's so unrealistic. Yeah. And, and it's cool because a lot of it was is filmed by themselves. Right. So it's very much like selfie mode or um, so then they have their own little kind of like uh, what do they call them confessionals if uh-huh. you will where yeah they, they separate a little bit and it's always him being like pj's pissed at me again yeah yeah <laughs> uh you know i wonder when i'm gonna get laid yeah i'm <laughs> never gonna get some here in the snow yeah <laughs> but it, it's it's yeah it is really funny because he he loses i was very much on her side for a lot of it yeah same because i understand what he's where he's coming from like he wants her to embrace the this crazy i don't want to call it crazy this like extreme this extreme (laughs) or just very foreign to you way of living right and he's like look you know like everything has a purpose the 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 mongolian migration episode is like a true test for people that want to be married it's like Mm -hmm. can you and your wife handle this migration this is our way of life this is what we do yeah um yeah it's all a test every episode and he's like yo believe in it like throw yourself into Mm -hmm. it she's like i'm freezing like yeah you know what i mean it's it's hard to to hit that level if that's not something you do every day right like there's another good episode where it takes place in china and it's it all has to do with crying Mm -hmm. so like part of uh, one of the one of the engagement rituals is that the wife has to cry for like three days i don't know it's it's like something (laughs) like that and she's like i can't cry it's just not in me yeah and he starts like really getting mad like yeah you you have a heart of stone yeah yeah (laughs) That's what they're saying to her because she's just like, I'm not a crier. Like, I'm just not. <laughs> and to be fair, like, the the ladies are singing their sad song that helps them cry or whatever. But she doesn't understand it. Yeah. So she's like, I she's don't know connecting. what they're saying. Yeah. Like, I can't connect to, to the story. And they translated to her or, you know, told her what the song was about. It's like, oh, it's a lady who's lost her love or whatever. And she's just like, yeah, nah, like, I'm not about it. Yeah. Um. It, it was a good show. A, it they was go a to better show than I thought same. it was going to be. They go to different parts of Africa. And, you know, you are watching this couple, this this 
extremist man and this news reporter anchor lady that's like still putting mascara on in africa yeah like he was like come on he's like come on what are you doing and she's like this is what i like to do and like i i get it in her mind like she's used to being on camera she wants to look presentable like she knows that they're filming a documentary she knows (laughs) she's gonna be on camera like i understand that to a degree you know i don't know if i would do it if i was in the sahara desert or whatever but um (laughs) like but that was her that's who she is you know what i mean and so you Mm -hmm. have these two very different people and you're watching them put to being put together and being tested their relationship tested and then not only that you're being exposed to all these different cultures and traditions and customs which is very interesting so yeah it is a really good show i will give them that like you do it, it doesn't although it does focus on the fact that they're doing this together right you at least do get a good idea of what each ritual is or what it's about yes uh, because the this guy tim he's he's actually quite knowledgeable of what he's doing he's done he's gone to all these places exactly. before i think um i um, think a lot of them if yeah because a, a lot of them like the tribes already knew him knew him or like welcomed him back um which is also another thing where he needs to kind of take that into consideration it's like yeah, man, you You've got done friends here. Like, yeah. So when you show up, you're like, hey, like my buddy's like, she doesn't know anybody. Yeah. Um, and there's some really good episodes. Like there's an episode where they stay with a, like a polygamist, like a the tribe that's all about. Oh, the more wives, the know, better. The more wives, the better. Yes. And, and she's getting hit on and then he starts They're getting They're in love with jealous. her. Yep. <laughs> and he starts to get, yep, jealous. Yeah. So if you have And he has out, a whole meltdown. He's like, would you ever cheat on me? And she's like, what is wrong with you? And he's like having a whole meltdown. <laughs> like he loses it in Africa. <laughs> she's like, the more it's you of the ask man me, dingoes. The, more, the, more I'm gonna, the more that you ask me, the more I'm going to cheat on you. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Well, they were, they were pushing up hard on her for sure. They but, were. But he was like, he couldn't, he just couldn't he take couldn't it. He couldn't take it. He was like, I haven't gotten laid. I don't even know if she wants to be with me anymore. Like, <laughs> it's a good watch. It's very entertaining. We highly suggest it. Um, extreme Engagement. It is on <laughs> Extreme Netflix. Engagement, a.k.a. International Bang Fest. <laughs> That's what it says in the notes. Tim's International yeah. Bang Fest. Yeah, on Netflix. So uh, check that out if you guys have not already. Um, and then the other thing that we watched was the last blockbuster, which is that on Hulu? Where is that? What is that? No, on? that was also on Netflix. Oh, on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. That was, um, that's all about the nostalgia. Um, if yeah. you, I, I can't imagine anybody who doesn't know what blockbuster is that lives in the U S like, well, I mean, it just, it just depends on in the U S though. Well, yeah, I guess there are listeners. Well, when did they close? I forgot. Man, that would have been good to know. Um, <laughs> Once again, coming through with the facts. I think it was like around, what, 2000? Oh, no, wait. I know that they had... Oh, God. Well, anyways, you look for that. Um, okay. Basically, what they, they get into the whole origins of Blockbuster, like the rise and downfall of Blockbuster, basically. Mm-hmm. And the fact that there is still only one left uh, open in Bend, Oregon, and it's just kind of become a big deal and people travel far and wide to go take pictures there because to me blockbuster is as american as it gets like it, in the sense of 
at some point in our lives, you know, in, in our age range, at least, and, and, you know, my brother and sister who are like, what, 20, what, what did you find out when it closed? Officially Blockbuster closed or shut down on September 23rd of 2010. Okay. That's when the company was like, okay, we're closing the doors. 10 years ago. But that one store in Bend, Oregon has continuously renewed the license. Right. right. It has has been allowed to to use it because it's a franchise. Right. Um, But yeah, there's one left. And they went from, what was it, 9,000 stores to one. Crazy. Mm -hmm. But what I was trying to get at is that um, going to Blockbuster... Particularly on like a Friday night, I feel like Fridays, I mean the weekends, Mm -hmm. but especially like a Friday night, it's like you get out of school, you go home, your parents are like, we're going to Blockbuster, we're getting, we're picking up a pizza, a liter (laughs) of Coke and a couple of movies. It, It was a tradition. Everyone did it. It was just such a thing. And you would like go and it was open late at night so you could go late in the middle of the night in your pjs and go pick out movies and they were all there and there's just something about that was one thing that i do miss yes there's so we have access to everything on netflix and all these things right Mm -hmm. but sometimes you don't come across things how do i explain this it, there's nothing like going into the store and actually looking through the racks of movies and randomly finding some movie right. that you would never know how to search for that movie. Well, Do you know I mean, what I mean? Yeah, yes and no. Like I agree and I disagree. Like if you go on any of these streaming services, the problem is that the majority of people will stick to their homepage. Right. And what Netflix or Amazon or whatever suggests for right. you. Right. They're like, hey, you saw you know, you you watch this, so this is the other stuff you'll right. like. Whereas when you would go to a video store, there was no there was no direction. You just walked in and be like, okay, here's the new releases. Yeah. That's what you saw. You were like the new releases mm-hmm. and then And then the categories. Know, yeah. Or action like, okay, whatever. I want this so I want yeah. that. So you can kind of still do that on these services, but True. it's not the same. It's it's not as tangible an experience right. as to pick up, you know, shit. For me, leaving like a video cassette. Yeah, the you know box. I mean? Before that it went thick to ass DVD. box. Yeah, because for me, my video like renting a movie uh, started at this spot called Video Zone on like Manchester uh-huh. something right here in Inglewood. Yeah, that was the first video store that I we. My parents had a right. uh, whatever to, like a membership. That's and I remember renting rent like Spaceballs mm-hmm. and any Mel Brooks movie. That's why I would like rent those. Mm-hmm. And then um, there was like another one called Carousel and something like that. But I definitely remember when blockbusters were kind of everywhere. Yeah. Because at the same time, remember Hollywood Video? Yeah. I forgot Hollywood about Video that was one. Like another one. But definitely blockbuster had... A bigger, like, a bigger selection. A bigger selection. And it was the it was just such a cool store to go to. Mm-hmm. Like it was just, wow, we're going to Blockbuster. <laughs> like yeah. it's a big deal. It was. And watching, go to Blockbuster. And watching this documentary is literally just like it's exactly that. It's it's one hundred percent a vehicle of nostalgia, especially if you used to go rent movies and yeah. stuff. Because that the the blockbuster that's left is exactly the same mm-hmm. as all the other blockbusters mm-hmm. you've ever known. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I except mean? they have cases 
of well now movie <laughs> memorabilia and stuff like that that yeah. they've come across, which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's it was a good, it was a good documentary because it's it's super. It's super like lighthearted and, and quick. There's no like drama to no. it. It's just even when they interview the people from Blockbuster, like the old I don't know if they he's a CEO or just operations managers or whatever. But they were like, Yeah, Netflix didn't necessarily kill Blockbuster. It was a lot of the bad decisions that the guys who were running Blockbuster. Well, remember made. they laughed him out of the room? Well, yeah. Blockbuster had a meeting with some guy from netflix mm-hmm. and he, he presented it to him presented it to them and you know was yeah, i, I don't know like, how they can buy us yes like, exactly and gave them the opportunity like, nah, we don't what, what do we need you guys for yeah like, whatever and then netflix started taking off because i was i was on netflix early yeah like, you know you we can mail in movies on the mail yeah like, i mean through the mail blah blah, mm-hmm. blah and then i remember when blockbuster started doing their little mail-in service mm-hmm. too um, I remember the no late fees anymore which was like a ridiculous, ridiculous. plan that they came up with no one returned anything. <laughs> I know, but it was it was really cool to watch that to just kind of be like, man, back. I totally forgot. Yeah, that this is what it looked like, even though you don't. Yeah, it's it's burned in your memory, but it takes you back. It really takes you back, and yeah. it's 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 just one of those things. It's like, wow, that was such a big part of your of our lives. Mm-hmm. You know, something as simple as a video store. That was just such a big part of our lives, you know, growing up. And so it just, yeah, the nostalgia is heavy in that documentary. And so yeah. if you're, if you are looking for that, definitely check that out. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I going to say? Something else about it. Oh, you were going to talk about what happened in front of a blockbuster once. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. When was the last time you were in a blockbuster? I mean, I wouldn't know the actual date, but I know it was to buy all the movies that I could. Yeah. At the very end, you could buy a shit ton of the DVDs that they were clearing out. And so one Christmas, (laughs) I was with my ex and we were heading to my parents' house Christmas Eve. And I was like, let me stop at Blockbuster. I was working. I was working on Christmas Eve and I needed to buy a few more gifts. And I was like, screw it. I'm just going to go buy everyone a bunch of DVDs. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so I went in and bought a bunch of DVDs. <laughs> what a last minute unthoughtful gift. That's no. What are you I talking mean, about? Yeah. That's the gift that keeps on giving. True. Especially if it's a good movie. Yeah. you. I would have killed your gifts back in the day. Just <laughs> CDs, yeah. DVDs. I now none that of that, that is that that it's worthless. Puts a, yeah, that puts like a, a stopper in the gifts because literally, I, you would just have to buy me a DVD. Like, yeah. And, you'd and be now, stoked. now that's why I have so many, but yeah, now I don't even buy them anymore because you don't need to. Yeah, you don't. You know, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, <laughs> I go in there and uh, he, my ex at the time, he was meeting me there so that we could ride together at the same time. And he had just bought my brother an airsoft gun for Halloween, Halloween for Christmas. And this fool decides to, as I'm shopping in Blockbuster, he decides to open up his truck bed, sit on the back of his truck, and open up the airsoft gun and play with it and, like, look at it. Mm-hmm. Someone inside Blockbuster calls the cops and says, there's a guy in front of Blockbuster with a rifle. Like, he's like, basically, this guy's going to come in here and shoot this shit up. And so um, I come out of Blockbuster and 
I go to hug. He puts everything away. We're about to like leave. We're hugging in the parking lot. He's facing out to the parking lot. I'm facing in towards Blockbuster. We're hugging. And then he holds me really tight and he goes, don't move. And I'm like, what? What's wrong? What do you mean? He's like, I got a gun. (laughs) (laughs) We're about to blast this shit. (laughs) Um, He's like, there are a bunch of cops and they are, they're about to surround us right now. And I'm like, what do you mean? (laughs) Like what? And I like turn my head and there's like four or five cop guards literally surrounding us guns drawn. (laughs) Like it was scary. Like all like surrounding us. And they're like, put the thing down. What's going on? Like they start yelling at us and all this stuff. And I'm like, have my hands up. I'm like, what's going on? (laughs) (laughs) And then this idiot, he had a warrant out for his arrest or some other BS that he didn't take care of. And so on Christmas Eve, they arrested him because they had already run his information. And they, I guess a, According to the cops, like once they run it and you have a warrant, they have to take you in. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. If you have a warrant, that's it. Well, I guess it was over some stupid bullshit. It could, it could be something as stupid as like not paying your parking ticket. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it doesn't mean that he's like a hard. No, no, no. no. It was something but, dumb like that yeah. that the, that the officer actually he felt bad about it and he was like, "I'm sorry, I have to take you in." Like I don't have to tell you. <laughs> and I was crying because I think this was like the first Christmas I was taking him home to my family, and they knew. <laughs> And I show up by myself crying because my boyfriend is in jail. And they're like, wow, way to go, Nadia. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're like, why? He's like, well, he was playing with a gun. He was playing with like, a what? gun. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah, that's my blockbuster story. <laughs> oh, man. That was I, don't, fun. I wish I had a cool blockbuster story. I mean, <laughs> nothing like you that. Know, did you ever pick up on any chicks at Blockbuster? Was that a thing? Nah, I mean, yeah, I tried. Or you were like, always in a relationship, yeah. so you probably didn't even have that luxury. <laughs> I was with a girlfriend through all of the years Blockbuster yeah. was open. No, I mean, you would try, but it's like, it's, it's it was different, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, being like, oh, so, uh, <laughs> you like Jessica Chastain, <laughs> huh? Oh, she too. wasn't even around then. <laughs> exactly. Bad example. <laughs> so you like Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> You want to watch Terminator? I'm actually surprised you didn't work there, to be honest. You know, it's so weird. Like, it never... Appealed to you? It never appealed to me. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe... Maybe because... Like, my family watched a lot of movies. Like, so I never felt like, man, I could just sit here and watch movies all day. Like, because that, to me, seems the only reason to work at one of those spots. Yeah, you got those free rentals. Like, yo, I could just watch movies whenever. But we were we were renting movies on the regular. It didn't matter, yeah. You know what I mean? And um, <laughs> also, we did have, like, <laughs> we did have uh, some somebody in our family, I don't remember who it was, worked at a hotel uh-huh. and would burn like the vhs of all the new movies that were at the hotel oh dang so it's like because you know at the hotel you usually get movies that haven't come out on video yet they're Got just it. like right out of right out of cinema mm-hmm. into like a nice luxury hotel or whatever mm-hmm. and then eventually you could rent them mm-hmm. at the time so he would just send them all and because my grandpa was a big lover of movies oh so my grandpa had like a whole kind of blockbuster thing in his in his um room and everything was numbered with a sticker and wow. if you like borrowed him, he would like go into the like 
notebook and log it and be like okay yeah, not log it but they just be like okay you're gonna it's from here and here he would like miss that it was like out uh-huh. so not like omar took it because he would remember that but it was very funny like interesting so i was always like hey i, I like that you know <laughs> i never i never needed to work at one i kind of feel like i missed out well because like, the reason i say that was because when we were watching the documentary and they were talking to people that worked there the way that they presented it was like they kind of started to bond with people that were would come in and they would they would suggest movies to them because they would become movie buffs because they would watch so many movies so they would suggest movies to certain people and then the people would be like that was a great suggestion thank you so much you got any others and then you know which is what you're really good at so i could yeah. see you doing that but part I think of it that earlier like in my life i it would have been more like, oh, you're renting that? You're stupid. <laughs> like, do you know what I'm saying? You're like, just judging that everyone. That was kind of more of my vibe. Like, <laughs> Just judging? Oh, you know? <laughs> okay. Oh, oh go. lame. Oh. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this is what you one. like to watch? You're lame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> so, so you would just sit there and judge everyone based off of their movie there, rentals? <laughs> judge people like, uh, you're garbage. <laughs> 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 what a lovely guy. <laughs> done a lot of growing up since then oh my god uh should we go ahead and call it there yeah we should call it there well this i don't know how it's going to be edited by mark but this episode was a train wreck for some parts yeah we dropped the the recorder i scratched omar <laughs> with my toenails a lot was happening that <laughs> we gotta edit out <laughs> oh my god but thank you guys so much for joining us Oh, um, wait, what? You well, got your hand up. I got a question. Yes, Nadia. <laughs> well, for the next week's episode, I just want to say that there's a couple things we didn't get into. If you guys want to join us in watching that and follow along, we did watch How to Fix a Drug Scandal, uh, which was kind of interesting. Um, and that is on Netflix, I mm-hmm. believe. Uh, we'll talk about that next week. And then we had a suggestion from Paula Schwab. She suggested Upload. Uh, which is on Amazon, which we started to watch, which is looks pretty trippy. Um, so if you guys want to follow along with that, we're going to be catching up more on that show as well. Um, and again, send us any food suggestions. I think what you and I are kind of trying to start to do is we're starting to kind of try a new place every week. I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Something I mean, new out of our norm. And the thing is that I like, I like when people suggest places because then i'm like okay somebody who has had it, it it's different for me than just reading a review totally uh because i feel like unless it's a real negative review or ah uh, you know which is something we can actually start to get into as well right like i feel like people are just like oh you know this place was good or whatever whatever like i i rather have someone who i trust and not that we know everybody who's sending us suggestions but if they're listening to the show then you know, I'm like, that yo, we I'll can put tell a little them. bit of trust in, in what you're Or you know, we could be like, me. your suggestion was like, trash. Yeah, thanks for sending us <laughs> to the worst place ever. <laughs> We're going to give you the real real over here, okay? The real scoop. I mean, so far, all of the shows and stuff that people have been, you know, telling us to check out have yeah. been really cool. Like, this upload show is looking good. We'll talk, like you said, we'll talk about that. And uh, actually, the drug scandal show was also a that was suggestion by uh, Via Estrada. Oh, okay. I did not know that. Awesome. Keep them coming. Yes. Keep them coming, guys. And once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in, for watching our YouTube, for 
writing the reviews and and rating us all of that really helps us out a lot um you know so that our show can grow and expand and we can just continue to bring you guys great content so keep it coming all right guys have yourself a good week (laughs) this is us signing off bye we everywhere baby